And hello, everybody, everybody. Hello and welcome to We Synced It. I synced it. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? And we're back. Yes, we're back after our two-week hiatus. Um, how you doing, Kevin, man? What's going on? What's good with you, bro? I'm good, man. Um, I'm excited about uh, we got... Some cool videos coming up for the for the audience soon. We got some archery lessons coming up. Oh hell yeah, yeah! Uh, today we may or may not try a rage room. Yeah, gonna, go for it. I think it's a form of um, therapy to just like just break shit that doesn't belong to you. Also, a, it's also a form of vandalism as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you do need some type of therapy that's not breaking other people's shit, you can always come to this place that we're recording at. Which is called what? Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Righteous, yes. <laughs> so, yes, thank you to Extreme Action Park. Um, let's get the show on the road. Um, we got lots of things to talk about today. Um, let's see. First up on the docket, we have What We Do in the Shadows, new season release on September 2nd. The trailer just dropped. Yes, just dropped uh, this week. And... I mean, it's the same thing, man. If you enjoyed season one and season two, you're definitely going to enjoy season three because just based off of the trailer alone and the teaser, it's, I mean, it looks like the same stuff, man, and I'm fucking enjoying it. The thing that really got me in the trailer was, um, I forgot the guy's name, the guy with the glasses who's like uh, a emotional vampire. He was ca- <laughs> he caught on fire, and he just started really, ah. he said, ah, I'm fine. <laughs> You know, but he, but he was still on fire as he was doing all this shit. And but it, but it looks like the show's pivoting because it looks like now they're the ones in charge of yeah. like the the vampire realm because I guess all the other vampires died. Yeah. So and now they're moving from the house to like to that big ass. Uh, well, it was not a mansion. It was like a. It was the sewer. Yeah. It was the sewer area. What? Which is uh, it's funny, man. It's like you know. People who are not usually in charge are being given the helm because they don't have anybody to be in charge of right now, which is a, a funny topic, which is a funny uh, way of having the show. But I think they're going to lose it. They have to lose it. Like, they can't be on top. Yeah, or maybe no, every, all the vampires are just going to leave New York, which would be funny as well. <laughs> just because they're on just because they're on top, they're going to be uh, in charge of the East Coast. I wonder if at any point they leave New York. Like, what if they, like, move to L.A. or something or... Ooh. What if all the vampires move to LA and then they gotta follow them? And oh like, my god, man, <laughs> that'll be fucking hilarious too. But just, um, just the the vibe of LA from people who who like from New York to LA seems like it's a common move, but um, it seems like people who move to LA from New York don't really like New uh, LA people. Yeah, that's what it seems. So I think that. Uh, I mean, that's the comedy aspect of it. I'm not sure if the writers are looking at our uh, podcast right now, but uh, you're welcome if you are. <laughs> but um, it's exciting because I think, uh, and we've said this many times on this podcast, FX is killing it. Mm-hmm. We're excited about what we do in the shadows. It looks hilarious. Um, we're glad to see it back. Um, I've been watching Dave this new season. I think yeah. it's ending on a really high note, which is really great. And then Reservation Dogs just premiered, which was also great. Like, they're just constantly killing it. Yeah. You know, I haven't looked this forward to watching TV, like the fall lineup, in a long time. Usually, you know, I will watch um, 
as people know that I watch my Chicago shows, but that's just like, what is that? Just like substance. <laughs> like I don't watch it because uh, it's good. I just watch it because, you know, I'm invested into the characters now. But shows like Dave, um, Reservoir, uh, Reservation Dog, I really want to watch. I haven't watched that. Um, anything that's pretty much on FX, I want to watch. Uh, Barry is coming back. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they just dropped uh, two episodes because they just dropped this week. And it's really good. And on top of that, they touch on what happened last year on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But... Um, you saw you saw uh, Dave, and you said that it was like the the season was. They they took it up to an uh, to another level. So it's like, um, in the first couple, like the first in the beginning of the show, in like the first season, mm. you see his struggle of just trying to get his his uh, his material out there. His material is out there, and he realizes like, oh shit! But I got to keep working at this though. Like those initial songs are already played out. I got to write an album now. Like I've never done that before. Oh, and like, shit. and and, you, and so now he's realizing like, no, there is work behind this. It's not all glamour. Like there does have to be work behind it. So now he's experiencing that. He wants to. He wants to be the next Kanye. He wants to be the next uh, Childish Gambino. Like he wants to do something groundbreaking. And like he. It's like he keeps facing these obstacles, but then at the end he finds out like, yo, the the one obstacle is him. Like he's holding himself back, you know. Um, so it's really good. It's getting really good. The cinematography is on another level. Yeah. Um, this last episode he did a, his MTV VMA performance, and yo, the way they shot it, it reminded me of like um, that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Mac finally comes out to his father. And you saw how it turned into like this beautiful ballet. Yeah. Like it was like on that level. Like his his VMA performance, like it just gets like crazy, crazy, crazy. And like the cinematography is just like you could tell they hired another crew just for that <laughs> one scene. Like that wasn't so, that wasn't right, the same cinematography. This is where we get our nut. This is where we yeah. put all the money into this one to this one scene. Everything else, you gotta wash that away. This right here, this is where our moneymaker yeah. comes at. This is our Emmy. Yeah. This is where we get the Emmy for. And like um one of the topics that has been has been evident on Dave that I think is is something that not a lot of people like to talk about is that so Dave understands like, oh, you got to do what you got to do to really get out there. But what he's getting confused in is that he's he's fucking over his own friends, mm. you know, and those friends like he's got friends that are like shooting videos for him that are helping him out like for free. And he's using like them poorly. And, like, so throughout the season, he's learning, like, oh, shit, dude, I'm fucking up. Like, I'm fucking over the wrong people that have been there for me since day, day one, one that, you know, and, and he's learning through all that. And um, it, it, it's a it really is like a smart, emotional show, like, that shows you, like, yo, don't don't fuck over the people that have been there since day one. You, you know, know what's crazy about these shows nowadays? Like, there's always, like, an undertone of, like, realness that comes out of it, right? Like that I don't remember seeing shows like this in the 90s and in the early 2000s. Like these shows nowadays they they deal with like more um they're more thought provoking. Yeah. cuz what you what you're saying about the whole like you leaving uh you know you 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 fucking up the people who your day ones kind of thing. I don't remember there being show maybe there was. I could see like but it wasn't on that level. Yeah, it wasn't on that level. I think that, you know what I believe that maybe the uh, what happened was that people would use that would be a comedy thing. Like rather than being get real serious about it, 
they would turn a joke into something like that, like turn the person who is turning on their friends into an actual, like, a diva in a way or something like that. So turn it into a joke to just be like, yeah, this is what this is what what, what would happen to make light of it yeah. rather than make it heavy so people who are watching, you can you can enjoy it and you can also take get like get something from it kind of thing. And that happens a lot in TV shows, man. A lot. Like um Rick and Morty uh did an episode last last week and they were talking about like it was supposed to be one of these uh episodes that his friend what 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 happened was that uh in previous episodes and in, in previous season, his friend, his best friend in the whole world or universe, whatever happened, uh, died. So he was trying to bring him back. Like his best friend died, uh, ended up uh, getting captured by the enemy, and then they turned him into a cyborg. And then uh, what you call it, Rick got his body and is trying to bring him back. So it was an episode that was just basically about Rick. And in that episode, they they lightly touch on the base of like his family and like his uh his wife cuz you never really hear anything about Rick's wife or and what happened but you lightly touch about that and then you see they give you the aspect of like what happened if you were to go into your friend's brain right and to you know just to see not not to actually like physically go in there but like you know you 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 go in there and you just uh how would the layout be and how would your friends see you in their mind? Like if they're if they're recalling things in situations, how would your how would your friends see you? Like would you be like some type of cool guy? Would you be like some type of villain in their mind or something like that? I'm like, damn, I never fucking thought about that shit. Like how would uh, how would people who you who you think of like friend, how would they see you? Or you just be in the way kind of thing? And they really dove in deep on just on that aspect and I never thought of any. Uh, I never thought of like a fucking cartoon show, yeah. <laughs> making me think that deep about you know like uh, friendship and uh, things like that. And you know it's a uh, thought provoking, man. That these shows nowadays, man, make me want to hmm, you know, like it's all because one thing I think everyone can agree on, like perspective is everything, yeah. right? Like your perspective of it, it's true in your mind, so that's what you believe. It's true in my mind. This is what I believe. Like, and I think. Um, I think these shows, all types of shows, comedy, drama, they've all gotten more deeper as time passed because I think people are becoming more open-minded as time passes. Yeah. You know, I think of, like, the old dramatic soap operas from, like, the 70s, like, uh, what, 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 or the 80s, like, um, Dallas. The wind? Oh. Like, Dallas. Like, remember that show? That, that was, like, the biggest yeah. deal in the world. But it yeah. was, like, but when you watch it, it's, like... The stuff that they're covering really isn't, you know, and I think I think as time passes, people become more open minded and it's like it becomes more psychological. Like people yeah. realize people like, are asking the, the the real questions of like um, how humans tick. Like, yeah. What like what what really drives us? Like, I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier on the, on, on the podcast uh, about like I, I'm not really a fan of how, you know, they're 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 basically turning our villains into people who are like they're turning our villains into people. Like Corella the Ville, they're turning these people into like they're turning these villains into actual people, and you're like, you know, she ain't all that bad. But then you start to realize that, yo, um, what's that thing that uh, Charlemagne says? Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. So every person who's a villain, there's they're a villain for a reason. Like, and sometimes that reason, that reasoning that they have for being so like uh, villainous, 
is just like it's justified. It's like yo, they were put into this situation, and the only way they can possibly see into getting out of it is to do these ruthless and vile things. And I, I, I am enjoying the fact that this kind of stuff is happening, and you know, uh, and I'm a fan of discussions that have nothing that they have no weight on the world at all. So that's why, or even debates that that matter that have no weight on the world at all. So that's why, you know, if I'm talking to somebody who's a, a, an uh, MCU fan, you know, I'll act like I'm a DC fan and just be like, "Yo, your shit sucks," just because it has no weight, bro. Like, yo, what? The, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either ways. But I will do it just because I know that this is not going to, um, it's not going to affect the world at large. It may affect our relationship. But at that point, it's like, yo, I'm just playing. And, you and you know, the way that I joke and I debate, it's always a joke. So you're going to get it and you're going to realize what I'm doing while I'm doing it. So then it's going to just be like, it's just a, a way of spending 15 minutes, you know, rather than spending 15 minutes by checking on your car insurance kind of shit with Geico. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up on the docket, we got uh, Suicide Squad review. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think of Suicide Squad? I liked it, man. I loved it. You loved it? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I, I liked well, it. I saw it twice. Uh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Let me calm down. <laughs> this is what Suicide Squad should have been, in my yeah. opinion. The first one should have been like this. Mm-hmm. I um, I liked the renditions of the characters, man. I liked uh, the polka dot man. I loved. I like this whole story about uh I mean even that shit was all like turn turn these people who are villains and you're realizing that oh man they're just they were just dealt a bad fucking deck man that like his whole situation uh, about um with his mom with his mom and she tried to make superheroes kind of shit it's like yeah okay I get why he's a villain and everybody who he sees is his mom like that whole situation made me fucking laugh I stopped I stopped uh <laughs> Just I, I rewinded and stopped just so I could see everybody who was his mom. I'm like, how would they do this? John Cena's character was funny. The the shark character was funny. Um, even uh, Deadshot, I think that's his name. No, nah, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. His character was fucking hilarious. Yo, it was like everybody was. Um, ah, everybody showed up. <laughs> Every it was a it was a great movie, man. Uh, it was a good movie. Let me just say that. No, nah, but it was like it was a great movie, and then like. I think James Gunn did everything right. Like, mm-hmm. so my biggest complaint from the first one was like, oh, the whole Slipknot thing was stupid. They had those characters in this movie, but they made that shit funny. Yeah. So it was like, okay, they still served a purpose, which was comedic. Mm-hmm. Slipknot served nothing. It was just he shows up and he then was blows just up. supposed to show that she was serious. Like, that, that's my, that's gonna be my argument, mind you. Uh, and on top of that, I have to say that Suicide Squad. The one that came out previously uh, was an Oscar. It, it won an Oscar. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> but the thing is, but they, but they do the same thing in this movie. They proved that what what she was saying was was she was serious about the bomb. Like the yeah. guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, he was the one that decided to swim away, and then yeah. he gets blown up. But like he was still a great character leading up to that. But I love the fact that they all had a story arc. Uh, the rat catcher story, like the story between her and her father, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the I loved the villain. The, I thought the whole 
starfish thing was great. That was yeah. fantastic. Making it, it, it felt like an old school, like uh, monster movie, but mm-hmm. like told today. I felt um, bad for him, bro. Yeah, I, I really felt. I, I really felt bad for the for the star for the star thing because like. Even his last line before he dies, where he was just like, I was just floating in space happy. Like, yeah, he you, was happy floating like, in space. Like, you guys made this shit happen. Bro, and it, it makes you think, like, bro, he's he's not the he's not the villain in this whole shit. I mean, out of everybody who's the villain, uh, you have to say is Amanda Waller. Waller. She she is the... She's, she's a badass. I ain't gonna lie. She's a boss bitch, as uh, people <laughs> might call nowadays. But the only thing that I didn't see that was out of character was the fact that... Um, they hit her over the head with a, with a, a driving. That was a driving iron. What was that? That was a putt. That was a putter uh, stick. Not that I golf, but I mean, hey, look at me, Florida. Uh, <laughs> but they hit her over the head, and none of those people died. She killed like in the last Suicide Squad uh, campaign that they had. She killed everybody who was in that room. With like she had a gun and she said that oh we need no witnesses and she grabbed the gun and just rah, it just killed everybody in there. I thought everybody in there was gonna die. Like I'm like oh that's a wrap for y'all. You gotta kill her, put her down. I'm like oh she she's either gonna die or they're all gonna die kind of thing. But you know with the credits with the end credit scene they showed that um these people what she did was just have them in control of um John Cena's character. Uh, yeah. Damn, I forgot his name. Oh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker, which, um, man, wh- wh- which one, wh- whose performance was the best for you? Um, fuck, that's really hard. Uh, I really liked Polka Dot, man. Like, I loved, I loved that whole, like, he looked like he was in pain throughout the whole entire movie. Um, his his recognition right before he dies that oh my god I'm a superhero like yeah. oh shit I am a superhero like I, I loved his performance uh, the most I think that was like my favorite out of all of them. Um, Who's your I was, least favorite? I, I was well before I get to that I was mm. watching the behind the scenes. I love the fact that HBO Max is showing these extra credit like yeah. you could see you could choose to watch these behind the scenes what? montages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go to the movie on HBO Max, yeah. there's extras and there's like two minute. Like featurettes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said that it actually shows oh, while no, no. you're watching the movie. No, no, no. So there's two minute featurettes that you can also select. And when I was watching the the, the behind the scenes, John Cena said that James Gunn told him, don't, don't read the character. Like, I don't want you to read the comic books. Just be a douchey Captain America. That was his motivation. Just be a douchey bro. Captain America, and I think he played it to oh, a yeah. T. To a T, bro. That little, that little uh, competition that he had with uh, with Bloodsport, with Bloodsport, was fucking hilarious. And you know what's funny? While I was watching it for the first time, right, I knew something was off with the people who were dying when I saw the woman who was she was washing clothes and she was singing. I was like, I've never seen a villain like a, a henchman sing before. And then when they, you know, when they start killing everybody, and when she, when they finally make it to like the leader's cabin, and they said, "Oh, what happened to? We're the rebels. We're, we're trying to fight these people and shit like that." I was like, "Oh, that's why, because they're they're good people. That's why she was over here singing, like washing, uh, washing fucking clothes and stuff like that, because those people were good people that they were killing." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And yo, know, their response to it, the fact that it was like. Oh, we didn't see anybody. No. Bro, it was like, 
I I felt like I would have done something like that. I'm like, oh no, there was nobody out there when we got here. <laughs> and going back to the storytelling, so in the first Suicide Squad, the the thing that annoyed me the most was that there's a scene where they're on a they're all on an airplane or a helicopter or whatever, mm-hmm. and Rick Flag is basically explaining everyone's backstory. And yeah. he does it in like I think it's like a thirty second scene. He's like, "All right, this person's story is this. Yeah, yeah, this, this person's is one, story. Yeah. This is that, and then that's it. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you need to have a you need to be emotionally attached after hearing that. In this movie, no, they they show you the story. Like Polka Dot Man, you see his mom. Yeah, you get it because that's usually what will happen. Like if you're on a job with some people that you don't know, you would get the story. Well, you know, I've never been in the military, but I'm just talking about just like regular job kind of shit. You would get the story of where they come from and shit like that while you're doing the job. Exactly. And so, then, yeah. And then, like, with the rat catcher, they actually showed the flashback between her and her father. With, like, with everyone, they actually, like, explain it. And mm-hmm. then you feel more emotionally attached. And, like, they made it funny, but then they also made it graphic at the same time. And I think that's the reason why uh, I think uh, I think it's unanimous. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people enjoyed this movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. Than the other one. Would you put what were you, what would you put this in a DC uh, movie? Like in oh, the, this is definitely towards the top. I, this would be like up there next to like Wonder Woman, like the first Wonder Woman. This one, you see, um, I liked. Uh, I'll put this in the top like top four. Yeah, it'll be my fourth one after uh, Superman. I really did like that movie. Um, Superman versus Batman, even though it has its, uh, its plot points and that were just like, ugh, I really enjoyed that. Wonder Woman, I'll put this at number four for me. Okay. Like this, it, it was really, I mean, I saw it twice. I saw it on the on the Friday that it came out, and then I, I watched it on Sunday, like Sunday night. I was like, man, I got to watch this thing again. Because it did have its little, uh, its little like, eh, but those things were still... Like it was, it was worth watching. I really didn't like what they did with uh, Harley Quinn, but um, I guess she, I guess it was just for the looks. I thought she was gonna wear the the what you call it the like the actual outfit. Yeah, the outfit for the whole time, but then she was wearing that dress, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, the you were asking me the character that I liked the least. I think it was the brain guy with the little things coming out of his head. Yeah. I, I thought... I don't know what the fuck he's there for. Yeah, bro. like, you could have removed him from the movie, and it would have been the same movie. Yeah, like, it was it, like... He didn't serve a purpose. What do, you, what, do, what do you do with that? That stuff that you got on your head? And he said that it's, it's, uh, it's to protect him from doing some shit. Like, the only real thing that he did was he told the story about the starfish. That's it. Yeah. He told the story and said, oh, no, the American government's actually really bad. That's it. That yeah. was his purpose. Like, and then he dies. Like, it, it wasn't the starfish could have told that story with uh, yeah. one of those captive people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but damn, bro, that whole thing. Like, those people are dead, man. Like, I guess as soon as you get that starfish on your face, there's no taking it off because it's like it takes everything. Yeah, off. it like, takes everything because you saw the the guy on the table. I know from the comic books is uh, like if if you take it off your face. Like, you're good to go kind of thing. But, but even if you is... take it off your face, like, because they were saying, like, how that starfish grows is it's eating your consciousness. So it's like, even if you do take it off your face, like, you're not going to be the same Pat. Like, you're probably going to be, you're, pro- <laughs> you're probably going to be a vegetable. Like, it's, it's. That is fucking nasty, bro. Yeah. 
And that's how the starfish keeps like the more it feeds off of people's consciousness, like it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But bro, even the rat had a personality, man. Yeah. Like, I I, yeah. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, somebody uh they say shout out to James Gunn for giving uh like making us like inanimate objects like a, a fucking tree and group and a rat and a shark and a shark like, <laughs> hey was the shark played by Sylvester Stallone didn't know that man yeah. i didn't know that until uh like recently i'm talking about as of yesterday yeah i did not fucking, fucking know that. fantastic <laughs> fucking fa- who would have thought that he was going to be a great voice actor yeah uh, this guy man this guy who mumbers over everything being a great actor <laughs> Being a great uh, voice actor, by the way, who went to Miami Dade Community College. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, man, uh, Suicide Squad. What What are you giving it, man? Out of four? Uh, out of Out of four? No, out of five. What are you giving? Out of five? Yeah. Um, I. What'd you give? Give it. I would give it a four. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna give it a four too. Yeah, I would give it. A I'm four. gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, a four too because I mean, that this is movie. the this is the first DC movie like you like. I watched it and then I watched it again. Yeah, because I've it, never yo, I haven't done that with any of the other movies. Fun to watch from like it started off fucking hot, yo, with the whole you know he's in the prison throwing the ball around kind of shit, and then at the end, uh, I mean, then you see the people storm the beach. Uh, you see the guy with the the breakaway arms. You see that yo, that motherfucker could <laughs> his powers were were useless, bro. Yeah. Were fucking useless, which was funny. It it, it kind of saddened me to see uh, Boomerang die, but um, I mean, it is what it is, man. <laughs> you, you ain't gonna make all the you you're not gonna make all of it because I mean it's a Suicide Squad. It's called Suicide Squad for a reason. But, uh, now a lot of these hardcore DC uh, fans who saw who enjoyed the first Suicide Squad have been petitioning mm-hmm. for them to release a David Ayer's yes. uh, director's cut. Um, he did complain and try to throw Warner Brothers under the bus, like, "Yeah, you know, the movie actually could have been better, but they cut out a lot of the good stuff that I wanted." What do you think about that? Oh, this is not. I don't want it to be a thing, but I mean, since we're in this. Um this streaming uh, world right now that, excuse me, that people can just post up things that are going to be like an hour, two hours, three hours. Um, his whole thing was saying that it's already edited. Like he has his own version and yeah. he just wants to put it out there kind of thing. I'll say, yeah, go for it. I'll watch it. I, w- I want to see what uh, what was going on. But they released the script of what he was, uh, what he was getting at. And in that script... He um, he alluded to, jeez, uh, I don't even know where that audio is coming from, but he alluded to the fact that um, Harley Quinn and Deadshot were supposed to be like an item by the end of the movie, which I'm like, you know, it really didn't need that. I, I, I really don't, that's the thing that uh, about the Harley Quinn thing, I don't need her to have like some type of love interest right. in all the fucking movies that she's in. It's like, bro, you don't, we don't need that shit. This is not the 90s. We don't need, like, oh, if you're going to have, like, some type of female heroine or some shit like that to be in a movie. I don't need her to have, like, a, a love interest. Right. She's here to kick ass. If she doesn't kick ass, she's going to get her head blown off. That's it. That's all it is. That's, 
And that's the thing. It was like, damn, I, I didn't need that shit. But, you know, um, one thing that I wanted to see was in his version, uh, she didn't fall out of the, the, the plane with Joker. She didn't fall out of the plane. Mm. Joker pushed her off. But before he pushed her off, he said, I think we should see other people. Which is to me, oh my god, <laughs> fucking perfect, bro. And I mean, it would if if that would have happened, it would have changed uh, Birds of Prey, because in Birds of Prey, she left him, right? Yeah. But in this in, in that movie, uh, he would have left her, kind of thing. Which would have made which would have made it kind of weird because everybody was scared of to hang around Harley Quinn because. Since she in the Birds of Prey, since she left Joker, Joker is still like, yo, don't nobody touch her because you know, yeah, that's that's my my pudding. No, that's what he says to her. That's what she says to him. Whatever, Harley or whatever. But it would have changed it a little bit. But I mean, mm, I if he if he if if the petition uh, gets out and to the point that uh to where Zack Snyder is, and he has a chance to put out his version. By all means, but uh, one brother did say that they both movies tested the same. They tested his movie, they tested their movie, their edit, and they tested the same. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I mean, yo, you got a fucking network to put your shit on. You might as well. Like, if he has his own version, put it out there, dog. There's a director's version, isn't there? A director's cut of Dune out there or no? I probably not but not doing not not doing the movie. Um, Blade Runner. Oh, there's like five of them. There's five fucking versions of there's Blade like, Runner. There's there's the director's cut, the extended director's cut. There's the oh wait, we forgot this uh, yeah. one footage that was on this one hard drive director's yeah, you cut. See, like that's the shit. I hate that. I'm you, sorry. I hate that. You but hate that because it's like okay, so now I gotta watch it again and like okay, so my thoughts didn't mean anything, bro. They did that shit with Lord of the Rings. They kept oh the extended, extended, extended yeah. cut. It's like guys, make up your mind. What do you <laughs> want me to see? Like, but I'm not gonna keep falling for this. By the time they came out with like the third cut of Lord of the Rings, I'm like guys, I'm already over this shit. I'm over. It. Yeah. I like the th I like the one that I saw. In the movie. theatrical I, cut. Yeah, I like that one. The, I'm, I'm, the the one that's canon. You know what? <laughs> I like the radio edit because it's short and sweet, short and, and, sweet. and then it gets sweet, straight to the point. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Like, but don't I, don't fuck with me like that. You know, like it's. I don't know, but I mean, if they're gonna like the Batman, the the Batman versus was it Batman versus Superman? No, it was uh the Justice League one, right? The five hour movie that uh Jack Zack Snyder, his magnum opus that he put out there. Like it was good. But the only reason why it was good is cuz he saw it was just like how fucking um I was try I wanted to do this. I wanted to compare the Justice League movie to Back to the Future. Remember uh, you said that you saw uh the movies that made us, right? Yeah. You saw how many fucking mistakes and shit like that and like how many redos Back to the Future got? It was about to be a refrigerator. Bro, like that movie was going to be a piece of shit if it's on its first draft. Second draft, even fifth draft, it was going to be a piece of shit movie, right? And it just goes to show that if you have somebody backing you in Hollywood, you can go to the fucking moon, bro. Because it's like no matter how many mistakes you make or how many things you... Like, somebody's always going to be like, okay, we can do it this way, we can do it this way. And, like, all these drafts that they went through. And the thing with, with uh, um, 
Justice League is that, yo, he saw what was wrong and what people didn't. It was just fan service. Like the movie, that that five-hour movie was nothing but fan service because he know that all that stuff that he shot uh, previously before they were going to come out the version that was going to come out on HBO Max, they weren't going to put all that stuff in there. That wasn't three hours worth of stuff that he that he originally shot. He there was no possible way that they were going to come out with all that stuff. He realizes he got the petition going. He got all his other stuff going. He realized that you know what? Just so I can jack off these fucking fans and shit like that, I need to put all his other stuff and take out the stuff that people really hated and people really nicked and like picked that and stuff like. That. And that, to be honest, that is no way that I would ever want to be a. Um, uh, 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 a director, like the fact that I'm, oh, I came out with one thing, but oh wait, well, you know what? That's not my, that's not my original, uh, piece. You know, I came out with this, this piece right here. You know, and you know they didn't really, they really don't want to, they really don't want me to express myself. So what I'm gonna do is just, you know, leave it to the fans to decide. The fans decided. Well, okay, my piece is gonna be like five hours long. It's like, yo, what the fuck. He, it's like they're basically just changing everything now, bro. It, and it's to me, it's disgusting, man. I like what they did with, with um, Back to the Future because everything was behind the curtain, right? And I understand since you know we fucking work behind the curtain kind of shit, shit get fucking messy, man. Sometimes you're gonna have to do some reshoots. Sometimes you're gonna do all that other shit. We understand that, but we don't want like stuff that's behind the curtain to be in front of the curtain because it looks like the messy. It's organized mess back here, but when it gets out into the public, you have the public, uh, the what's that, the uh, public opinion, yeah, to jump in there, and then they start to like mold this thing that you know the people who are getting paid to to do the shit are like, like uh, where we're trying to mend and shit like that. It's like now we're getting like. Uh, a fucking idea from out of the blue and then you get that that one fucking person who is like you know what I think is going to happen and he says exactly what the fucking story is about in his fucking tweet and that shit right there is like god damn it bro that's why I'm not a I'm not a fan of that whole like putting shit out there in front streets like yo you came out with a version that the the Hollywood execs didn't like they changed the whole fucking script just be like yo Hey, I did it. I tried. They didn't like it. I'm just going to do something else. I'm going to take these fucking ideas that I had in this and I'm going to put it in something else. And then they're going to realize that, yeah, I'm some I'm a good shit. I can get you some money if you guys would just give me a chance. But, you know, ah, that was just my thoughts, man. <laughs> that was just my 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 thoughts on that whole thing, that whole situation kind of shit. All right, so next up, um, Home Depot selling a giant dragon that breathes frog that breathes fog that you can put in your yard for Halloween for just three ninety nine. Yeah, uh, this this thing is six feet tall. It's six feet fucking tall. This shit's the size of a fucking car, and you can put it in your fucking front yard, and it breathes out uh, fog. For Halloween. Oh shit, dude. I'm I'm looking at the photo now. It actually looks amazing. And I just got a question, Kim. Would you pick that up, bro? <laughs> I would. 
I don't know how I'm gonna fit it in my car, but well, it, it yeah. comes out in like you know oh, it has it's in a, pieces. You have to assemble pieces. it. Yeah, you have to assemble it. But uh, they they're actually selling it now. Like you can uh, you can go to Home Depot online and pick it up. I'm not sure if they sell them at your local Home Depot because this is is only like. Like, if you live in, like, Nebraska or, like, North Dakota kind of thing, you're not going to get it. Just saying you now, this is only for, like, busy Home Depots kind of thing. And, yo, bro, I am, like, I'm psyched about it, bro. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm psyched about it. <laughs> Definitely psyched about it. Um, Like, I wouldn't even know I don't, what, what I, to actually do with it. <laughs> Like it to me, it's like it's a one-time thing. Like you get it, you 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 got it, you you bought it, and you use it for maybe some TikTok videos or some shit like that uh, for social media. And what are you gonna do with it then after that? <laughs> I don't know, cause you got to buy the fog as well. By the way, people are not gonna notice that you have to buy the the actual fog, but you have to buy the fog that comes with it. Oh my god. And then, do I really have the space to like when once I disassemble it after Halloween? Hold on, pause really quick. To back to where we at, um, I'm realizing something that I just, uh, you know, it seems like every year there's always one thing that is like, it's like they go out, like people just go like crazy for on Halloween that they want to put in their front yard. Like you, you can just like, uh, what did they have last year that people were going fucking ape shit for? Maybe I'm wrong. I just felt like there was always something that that it was like, oh, you can buy this one thing for you know you can put in your front yard for Halloween. No, I think you're right. I think I think uh, the one thing that people have been going crazy about is like stuff that pops out. Like yeah. if it's like a, a crate and then something pops out of it. Mm-hmm. But what I love about this dragon is that it looks intimidating and it's not popping out of anything. It's yeah. just there. It's just there. And then it just fucking throws out fucking that fog part, man. It's like it fucking gets me, man. Home Depot did did fucking good. And I I could see this at Halloween. I could see this at like a Ren Fair. Yeah. You know, I could see this at a sci-fi convention. I could see this anywhere. Like it's it it, it could be like multi-use. Yeah, it's a nice fucking prop, man. It uh oh got a eyes have a red LED light. You know what I and, and you know what I'm noticing glow. for like the holidays like now for Christmas I'm noticing people using lights less and mm-hmm. using like LED projections like projecting yeah. on their house. Yeah. I've been noticing that more. And it's yo it's so much easier. You just stick this thing on the ground. You turn it on <laughs> and it just projects. You don't think it's kind of cheapy, man? Like cheapy deepy? If that makes any sense. You don't think it's kind of like it's it's I uh, get I get people wanting to go all out because I'm like that with Halloween, but like I used to do that when I was a kid with my dad, like checking the light bulbs. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to go yeah, back to that. Yeah, I did that. I did that shit too. And I was not a fan of it, but yo. And I don't understand how you can wrap something, mm-hmm. tie it up. It's a perfect loop. Put it in a box. 
And for some reason, 12 months later, when you open it up, it's, it's a ball. A, it's a fucking ball, yeah. I think it's because of the moving of the box and shit like that. Oh, it's the God. moving of the box. The best thing to do is uh, what my dad would do is he'll get a cardboard, right? And then he'll wrap it around the cardboard. Ah. And then he'll lay it out like it's just sheets. But here's the thing. The bulbs are still, like, there'll always be a bulb that's out. So it won't, like, it won't connect to some shit. But I hated that shit. I, I hated it. But I am liking the fact that now that um, holiday spirits, because I told you about that one time that uh, when we were at the when we were at a bar, some motherfucker was trying to make fun of me because um, I consider Halloween part of the holiday season. Yeah, me too. And I was like, yeah, I mean, Halloween. He said, it's not holiday season. I'm like, yeah, it is. You know, Halloween's a holiday. And he was like, it's not. I'm like, whatever, whatever the fuck. But... I'm liking the fact that now it's like more people are joining in. Yeah, everybody's joining in on the fucking holiday. Uh, the fact that uh, people are buying Christmas trees in October, they're decorating their Christmas trees for Halloween. Then they're decorating it for Thanksgiving. Then they're decorated for Christmas. And I'm like, holy shit. Some people are going as far as decorating their Christmas trees until like uh, what you call it until uh, Valentine's Day. But these are like fake ass trees, and you know I think people are just being lazy at that point. Yeah. But uh, the fact that they're saving these trees and they're just like, oh, you know what? We're just going to have this tree for the for all of winter, and then we're just going to decorate it for each holiday that it is. And there was a there's a, a an Instagram uh, thread that I saw, I think it was like last year that I saw people different tree like it, they would you know for Halloween they would have it. Uh, they'll have black light and orange, black and orange lights on their tree, and it was a white tree. Then for Thanksgiving, it will be orange and green. And then for Christmas, you know, since it was a, a white tree, they'll have, like, red with tassels and shit like that. And, I mean, with all the trees, they also had, like, the little fixings and shit. Like, uh, I don't know what they do for fucking Thanksgiving. Maybe a pumpkin or some bullshit like that. <laughs> you know, for Halloween, they'll have, like... Uh, um, bats and stuff like that. So I was like, damn, man, that is pretty fucking cool. Like, you know, if I had like a full blown family, I would do some shit like that, you know? Yeah. I, I would do some shit like that. The outside decoration would be a fucking mess. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it's, you know it's, it's never really fun. I'm just thinking about it. Like, is, is it fun? The lights don't work. Never had walkies. So you got, it's, it's a constant screaming from the backyard to the front yard. Some, I remember when my dad set up a Christmas tree and it was slanted. It, like, it was like a little off because he just put a pole in the ground and it was off. And rather than fix it, he was like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what, though? I would I would have been the same exact way, though. Yeah, he was like, he was like fuck it. And I remember my mom said, like, the, the Christmas tree is off. Just fix it. But, like, he grabbed the the, the Christmas lights and tied it to the ground. So if you try to fix it, it was, like, so tough in the ground that it was, like, you can't. So you just left it. And from a distance, you'll be like, wow, it's a nice fucking house. This house is all lit up. But the closer you got, the more you start to see, that. oh, man, that Christmas tree is slanted <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, man. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you didn't care. Like, fuck it, man. Now, um, so I, I I do agree. I love the fact that people are including um, Halloween into it, and and because I, I I truly believe like the holidays start with Halloween, not with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but 
how do you feel with because I I'm I'm a I'm a big Halloween purist like I love it but so right now Disney mm. is already celebrating Halloween like they're doing their not so scary Halloween day like they already started you can really? go we're in August yeah they got the Halloween decorations up they're already giving out candy to the kids maybe they're doing this because they don't know if we're gonna have a Halloween okay because of COVID that's a good point <laughs> that could be it. But because this is this is outrageous. This is August. I mean, we're talking about like, Halloween. We're still hot. It's still summer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's still it hot, is, dog. <laughs> it's fucking hot as fuck. We're still in summer. Like, can we wait? Like, can yeah. we? Can we? Can there, we? I don't mind. You know, halfway through September. Yeah, but there has but like, to be like some type of. Um, what is that? Uh, a gentleman's pledge or something? But it has to be for everybody. So it has to be some type of some cordial discussion about <laughs> when to actually start celebrating holidays a little bit earlier. You know, like if you want to celebrate it earlier with like outside of the month, what is like what was deemed appropriate? Yeah. Like August? No, we can't do that. Nah. That's two months out. You can't even see it. We're still in summertime. People are still at the beach. Not even in the beach in South Florida. People was always at the fucking beach. I'm talking about like in North Carolina. People are still at the fucking beach. Like we need a, let's say, I would say September 15th. September 15th, you start bringing it out. Yeah, you start, you start bringing, bringing it, it out. out. Yeah. People start thinking, like, oh, what should we do this year? Yeah. And then at the end of September, they start shopping. Yeah. Like that's how it should be. I can't stand when it's like November 1st and I see Christmas lights everywhere. I'm like, yo, yeah. we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. No, that's how they do it. Yeah. That, I don't think that's ever going to change. I, that's why I do like the fact that they're decorating their, their houses and trees for, for each holiday. Because at least each holiday should get their respectable month of just celebrating or anticipation for that holiday kind of thing. But, yo, I realized that some motherfuckers be having reefs. Up all year, yeah. Have you noticed that shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when it, it, it became like something that was like it seemed like it was something lazy until it became like yeah, nah, we just do that now. <laughs> That's just our thing. And they and I thought it was lazy. I'm like, ah, I get it because shit. Yeah, I was one of those houses that had the Christmas lights up that was still up around like February, but they weren't on though. They were just up. Until you know one of your folks be like, "Hey, you got to take down the Christmas lights as soon as you come from school." And it's like, "Damn, I got to take down the Christmas lights." So, yeah, and not the Christmas lights that are on the fence and stuff. I'm talking about the one that's on the roof. Oh. So you got to grab the fucking ladder and go around the whole fucking roof and take it out. But you know, oh, man, I, I hated that shit, man. I hated that. But it's like now huh. the the so. Yes, like the the people celebrating it too early, and mm-hmm. then what happens is, on December you already start seeing the New Year's decorations, and I think that because of COVID, mm. I think that people are gonna like slow down a little bit because in 2019 mm. I started seeing the 2020. Remember, I vision yeah. 2020. Like yeah. everybody would not shut up about it. You do as early as November, people were talking about like. Yo, 2020 is my year, 20, and look what happened. Yeah, look what Everybody happened. Everybody got quiet really quick. And I yeah, think I was making fun. I'm like, yo, I can't wait for we until we get like the, the lyrics to say, yo, I'm seeing 2020. You know, that kind of shit. But I didn't get any in 2020. I got it before 2020. So though. I think because of that, I think we're not gonna see early 2022. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be like, all right, now chill out, chill out. Let, let's 
let's see if this shit does get better or you know because we're, we're mean, still not it doesn't look it. that way it, yeah. it doesn't look that way that it's going to get any better because uh everybody who's um not getting vaxxed and shit like that you know i had to talk one of our friends into getting vaxxed the other day and we were talking for like 15 minutes on just the fact about getting vaxxed i was like yo you know that um, 97% of the people who have uh, COVID are unvaxxed. Yeah. 99% of the people who are dying over COVID are unvaxxed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you, you, you feel me, right? <laughs> and he couldn't get it. I was like, yo, you don't get it? Like, you have a higher percent of chance, you have a higher percent of chance to get COVID if you're unvaxxed, and you have a higher percent of chance to die from COVID if you're unvaxxed. You know what I mean? 99, it was like, bro, it, it was just like talking to a wall. I'm like, he's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, you should know. <laughs> you should what know. is there to not, like, what are you not knowing? I just it, told it's, you. It's like, like I just, it's like, oh, g- give me the articles. And I give him like a slew of articles that, that are saying basically the same thing I'm saying and no, no, no response back. But yeah, it's just like, they, you know, they they like to say like, oh no, you know, I'm gonna get it when uh, when the testing is over. There wasn't. There's an article that said that oh, testing was over in September of last year. Like they already ran their trials and testing and everything like that for like just for the FDA approval. There's an article that says all that. We're we're past the testing phase. Now we're in t- in in the the what's that critical? Uh, no, we're even past that. I don't know, man. To me, to me, it just seems like, you know, the, the whole thing, like, why can't we have nice things? I know why we can't have nice things. Because other motherfuckers are selfish. <laughs> like, it's, it, you know, I don't want to make this into, like, some type of, uh, some type of woe is me kind of shit. But God damn it, dog. I just want things to get back to 2019. I've never missed a year so so bad in my life, bro. I've never missed like a year. I'm like, man, 2019, even though it wasn't that great, it was like, I felt like 2019 was like, it had so much hope and promise, bro, that I would just like to get back to that point. Because as of right now, it's looking fucking grim. It's looking like I'm on the Titanic and I see the iceberg and I'm like, I'm looking down like, guys, it ain't looking too good. I'm looking like it ain't looking too good, guys. It ain't looking too good, and and that's what it is, man. It's, but you know, it it is what it is. And uh, this dragon looks fucking dope. So if anybody want to go out there and shit, if we get like four four of our friends to get down on this, it'll be like a hundred bucks each. But who's gonna hold on to it? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. We all chip in, but then it's like, all right, but so yeah, do, do you on? hold on? And to what it the fuck are we gonna do with it? Yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck are we gonna do with it? Can you ride this thing? I, you know what? <laughs> I do wanna. I'm gonna see if uh, Extreme Action Park can get one, and then we put it in the middle of the park. Yeah, just throwing out fucking smoke. Can you ride this thing? This shit is, it doesn't look that fucking. If big. you have to assemble it, bro, I would not recommend <laughs> getting, climbing on. Here's it. the thing. Somebody's gonna try to get on it. Oh yeah. Somebody, some oh, drunk 100%, person. hundred percent. Someone's gonna want to take a picture on it. Like, oh, I'm Khaleesi, and then it breaks <laughs> into pieces because they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Yo, drunk people are funny, man. Drunk people, babies, <laughs> old people. Uh, they all like. They all give me that little. 
like they give me this tense feeling of like, all right, I gotta watch this person because I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. Not even to me, but it's like just the surrounding area kind of shit. And they all give me that same kind of they gave me that that same kind of fucking vibe of like not only that I gotta watch myself, but I also gotta watch this person because you know they're gonna get into some trouble or some shit like that. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It's just it's just a feeling that uh those three give me anxiety. <laughs> but um and uh and and, and on to other topics. Uh Dark City, Dark City and the Crow director, Alex Prius reveal a Dark City series is in the works. When I found out about this news, I was fucking ecstatic, man. Me too. Um, I just hope that he is the director. Yeah. Because if he's the director and they go with the same cinematography mm-hmm. and that same feel and everything, 100% I'm in. I'm yeah. all in. I, uh, I really enjoyed the movie Dark City. Didn't see it in theaters. This is one of those movies that... I missed it when it was in theaters. That's why I think it, it, it didn't even gross that much in theaters. It was just like, um, oh, what's that? Uh, what's that movie with um, Bruce Willis? Uh, something five. Something five. Fifth Element. Oh, <laughs> Fifth Element. Like those movies. Like I put this movie in the the category of like Fifth Element. That it's. It's a cult classic because, like, you didn't find out about it until, like, one of your friends brought it up to you. And, like, yo, have you ever seen this movie Dark City? And I just remember watching this movie and just being like, wow, man, this is fucking amazing. But with that, this movie brought in a cult of, like, conspiracy theories just like um, Matrix where people thought that this kind of shit was actually happening. That they thought that Dark City, the whole thing about, like, we're being controlled with uh, by our minds, and we're on flat Earth. <laughs> quote, quote, we're on flat Earth kind of shit. And this movie basically, like, backed up their whole findings. You know what I mean? You know how people say, oh, I find this. Research. Research over me search kind of shit. And me, I just enjoyed it because I thought it was a dope-ass movie, man. The, the fact that... Uh, one of uh, the lead uh, heroines in the movie, you, I mean, he ends up dying, and he, it was a detective. He ends up finding the truth, but he dies in finding the truth. Because yeah. remember, he gets blasted into space, and he sees the that this city is on a, uh, it's like a, a a flat. It was like a flat Earth looking thing, and he sees everything, but like he's dead, he's in space, kind of shit. So there's no more of him, kind of stuff. And I was like, damn. That fucking sucks, kind of it, stuff. It, yeah, like they they basically they mixed sci-fi with like that film noir. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a detective, or well, not a detective, but he's trying to find the truth. And yeah. that in every film noir, like it never ends like happy. Like something always happens to the protagonist, and mm-hmm. the fact that they combined those two genres together, I thought was kind of brilliant. Um, but I don't know why there's this eeriness. In that movie, oh man, it was the the guys in black, bro. You, you can't the tall motherfuckers in black, man. Like you, this is the movie that when you watch it, you can't be fully relaxed. Something's gonna bother you, yeah. And and, and it, that thing that's bothering you is gonna keep you interested throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, one hundred percent. I'm I'm super excited if they if they continue that same feel for it and the same cinematography and everything. I'm one hundred percent in. Um, I think you attached a question to this topic, Pat, yeah. um, about 
you know what what other movie out there could be turned into a series yeah um I, I think The Crow, the, you know, this guy also directed The Crow. I could see that turning into a series, um, like a limited, you know, yeah, couple seasons. I could definitely see that. Just, just the the city itself in The Crow. And they had me, done the show before. It just didn't work out. Did they really? Yeah. they. Uh, it was with... Um, yeah, they. I think The Crow is one of those uh, those movies that it's like it's tough to touch because it's cursed. Yeah, like a lot of people think that the movie is cursed because they try to do a crow movie with um, uh, who's the guy who plays Aquaman, the actor who plays Aquaman. Uh, yes, with uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. They Bradley do, Cooper before Bradley him. Cooper. Yeah, they try to do the crow with that, and then and Brandon Lee died on set. Like it was just like it's been nothing but bad news. Yeah. And then like every sequel, every even the series just did not do well. Like. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like it's one of those cursed things. They, they, they say it's one of those cursed sets that um, um, there, there, there's an actual series that's on Shutter, and it's just called Cursed Sets. And that was one of the ones that they were talking about, like, you know, Exorcist, uh, The Crow, what else? Um, Twilight Zone. I think that's also a cursed set. There's there's a whole bunch of like things and movies and stuff that are cursed sets. The one on The Crow, it's um. I mean, it's, it, it really uh, terrifies you. Even the Exorcist one, when they actually got an actual priest to show up on set and to bless it, which was like, that's fucking that's fucking crazy. But I mean, I think it's all had to do with like morale. If somebody thinks that shit's going on, yeah, you know, it, it's just gonna change morale, kind of thing. But is there another movie out there that you think should should be a series or should have been? Yeah, a series? Uh, Dread. 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 Yeah. Judge Dredd, I really think that Judge Dredd should be turned into a series. The whole thing about, like, a big-ass fucking building that's the size of a goddamn city, and they have these uh, police officers who are basically judge, jury, and executioners, and they're trained when they were babies to do this certain kind of job. Like, they're picked from childbirth to be judges. It's like It's a fucking crazy-ass story. With the violence and shit like that, because they're constantly violence going on, and they have to. It's like they go by themselves. They they don't go with like a, a a fleet of judges. It's like oh, one judge takes over like this one city, and then they just they just work. And on top of that, they don't even sleep. Like they are constant. You got to think of like, what if, what if what if the government was uh was making their own Batman. That's all it was. It's like, what if the government was making their own Batman? And the Batman was like, rather than putting people in jail and shit like that, he can actually just judge people on the spot. He can get rid of them for what they did, or he can basically put them in jail. That's all Judge Dredd is about. And it's like, yeah, man, I can definitely see that being turned into a TV show. I think we also said one time uh, the Justice League, that whole Zack Snyder cut, Mm -hmm. if instead of a four our movie if it was like an entire like eight episode yeah. series like if it was broken down i think it would have been a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. um knowing that like oh shit something else is gonna happen it left me out of a cliffhanger now we gotta introduce the flash now we gotta do yeah all this other stuff i think it would have been more enjoyable um but do you think it would have been more enjoyable like the Zack snyder one if the original didn't come out like if it wasn't in this situation let's say that he was gonna come out with 
rap rather than saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a movie that's gonna come out in theaters." He was just like, "Yeah, I'm making a I'm making a miniseries of the Justice League, five episodes, uh, six episodes, and it's gonna be released on uh, HBO Max, and it's gonna come out uh, once a week." And what we saw was basically what we with that five hour movie that we saw, which you know, which, what you're saying, but you're saying I the the original never came out. Original never came out. I w- would I have enjoyed it? Yeah, would you have enjoyed it? Probably. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm thinking that it would have been like, damn, man, I mean, this shit is fucking, like, it's not a movie, but the quality is, like, fucking movie-ass quality. Because he put a lot, there was a lot of money, there was a lot of talent in it. It was fucking amazing. Even, they had Dark Side in it. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, like, at that point, I think the conversations would have been totally different. Actually, you know, I think we're the only people who are having a conversation of, like, (laughs) Side it's mid. <laughs> I think everybody else is like, oh, my God, this movie is amazing. Zack Snyder, you are king. And it's like, I mean, he's just a jester at, at this point, bro. He's a clown, bro. <laughs> all his movies are, yo, all his movies are, yo, I would like to see Zack Snyder and uh, Michael Bay make a movie together. You, you can imagine what kind of fucking chaos what kind of slow motion, bro? It will go so fucking slow. The movie would just be full of slow motion. Three hours of just slow motion. Three explosions. Hours of just slow motion. Explosions. What else would be in there? Handheld shit. That would be like what for? A lot of circular camera. Yeah, moving a lot a of cir- that in a circle. And you know what? No rich dialogue for anybody. Oh no. <laughs> no rich dialogue for anybody, bro. But I would watch it though. <laughs> I would watch it, and I'd be like, yo. Shit's crazy, right? <laughs> I watch it more than once. I, wa- I you know what? I'll even watch it if it was like on just like regular ass TV with commercials, just to see how they wanna. It'll be like five hours long, six hours ma- at max. It'll be six hours. I, I just wanna know how they would try to bunch that in to a uh, a fucking cohesive unit kind of thing. Like how are they gonna g- get rid of the cuss words and all that other shit. And I want to see how Michael Bay is going to uh, um, talk, uh, make make fun of crackheads in his movie. <laughs> he thought he thought nobody ain't see that crackhead joke with those crackhead robots. Everybody saw that shit. <laughs> I, I fucking hate those small ass robots. Talk about nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what other, what what other? Um, so um, I know I know this is gonna like be way off, but. Um, Sicario, Sicario. I could see that as like a series, you know, following that same theme of like narcos and stuff like that. Like, definitely diving into that world. Um, I could one hundred percent see that turning into a series. But is there a series that you could see uh, as a movie? Like, what if it was never? What if it was never a TV series, but it was Mm -hmm. compressed into into a movie? A TV series that can be compressed into a movie, an actual movie. Ooh, fuck. You know what? I would say Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. I can see Game of Thrones being that. Um, what part of Game of Thrones? Because that shit is, is rich as fuck. Um, I can see the beginning of the king uh, getting beheaded and shit like that. All that shit's happening. That could be the first movie. Uh, the second movie can be the guy who was uh, supposed to be the new king, uh, John White. Jon Snow. Jon Snow, my bad. 
Jon Snow, um, you know, him coming up into power and then getting killed by his own people. And then part three can just be him uh, coming back to life. And then um, what you call it? Being being sent back to uh, where the what the white people are, where the white snow at, shit. <laughs> where the white walkers, where the white walkers are at, um, and an undertone of that whole thing would be, it'll show you the rise of the, the dragon lady. As you can tell, I'm a person who's never really watched the show, <laughs> but um, yeah, I could talk about it. <laughs> I could see. Um, do you remember Psych? On USA, yeah. I could see that being like, um, and they did make a movie out of yeah. it, but they made the movie after the fact. Mm-hmm. If the show never existed and it was just a a guy who's bullshitting everyone because he's really good at looking at details, but he's yeah. making it seem like he's, uh, that would be a funny movie. Yeah, I think. that would be. It was that a great was, series. Yeah, it was. It was a great show. I, have you seen the movies? No. You haven't? They're pretty good movies. Yeah. Like, if you if you like the show, you'll like the movies. Um, What else? What, what other... Th- I think Barry, maybe. Yes, I could definitely see that. Like you know, it's you know, it's funny. Barry just uh, it just reminds me of uh, Dexter a little bit. Yeah, just thinking about it is is like I mean, he's a quiet guy who's uh, but he's a he's not a serial killer. Well, you know, more I think about it, more it's like nah, it's not Dexter at all. But you know, I I just the reason I'm thinking that is because the guy who DP uh, Barry did. Some episodes of Dexter. I'm like, oh, he did Dexter too, but it's not. It's like it's not shot the same. Yeah. A little bit. It's like it's not shot the same. But the new Dexter is supposed to be. It's supposed to look a lot different from the the last Dexter that we saw. So maybe he is going to have his touches on it, kind of thing. Which is crazy to me because you would think that the look will come from a director's vision, but it comes from the DP's vision. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to tell your story based on my vision of how th- that's why you hired me. You hired me for my look. So I'm going to put my look into your vision kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of another show that can be turned into a movie. I, w- I was going to say MTV The Challenge. <laughs> Because yo, you know what? I was thinking about that fucking show, and you know, you know, what upsets me about that goddamn thing. It's about yo, nobody know who these fucking people are, bro. They don't know where they came from. They don't under these people who are watching the challenge who are saying like, "Oh, I want to be on the challenge so bad." You don't understand where the contestants came from, yo. They came from real world and road rules. You're watching some. You're watching some old school reality TV people go at it heads up. But you don't know where these people came from, man. They don't understand that role. You said that role rules was a better show than Real World. I enjoyed Road Rules more because um, they had. The, I don't know if it was a better show. It's just I think it was a better show. I, I, I felt bored watching the Real World. Yeah, because it was, rules, about it was drama. like. But with Road Rules, it was like they it were was going to places. There were there. Yeah, there was a challenge. They were going places. So it was just it was more and they had to they, they had to make money yeah. like what the challenges that they had to do some of the challenges were like um, really creative yeah. like you know just like the challenge the TV show but some of the ones were like oh you have to work at this place and all your all the tips that you get that's the only money that you're gonna make for the week mm. so it was like fuck 
is that then you have to hit the road and you have to go to this other state kind of thing. So everybody had to like collectively put in the work, be good at waiting and stuff like that just so they could make the tips. And that was the money that they made for the whole fucking week. So it was like, it was challenging, man. It was like, there was more drama involved in road rules. But then when you find out that they had a real world road rule, uh, real world versus road rules, I think road rules won more than real world did. I never. I, they had a they had a challenge. That, well, that's where this whole challenge thing came from. It was like real world versus road rules. And I think I liked the people more from road rules. They were more likable. I mean, fucking Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Theo Vaughn was a fucking uh, a member. And you know when they they play back his uh, footage, this guy was he's always been like this. This person that he is now, man. This guy is a fucking laugh riot, bro. <laughs> he's a fucking laugh riot. Oh man. I think that's been our sewed, man. Yeah. Um, let me play us out with a little bit of music. Uh, yes. With that being said, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us. And y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. <laughs>